Yo, what's up everyone? Steve Martinez, aka Mega Man. Welcome to the Lombie Social Experiment. This is episode 262, Conspiracy Talks, Volume 1. So a lot of you guys and ladies were asking me, when are you going to do an episode talking nothing about conspiracies or creepy stories? You want it? You got it. So this episode, this is my first time doing the conspiracy talk. So I'm going to focus on five stories. And before I start, I want to say when you're done hearing this episode, do your own research. Because on some of these stories, you might be very curious. And if this episode kind of bothers you, um, you can skip it, you know, go to the next episode or hear some reruns because um, some of these stories, when you start digging, you know, some facts or some truth and you start going down these rabbit holes, um, it's very shocking. I just want to let you know. So, um, again, do your own research. And um, I will say this before we start with these stories. Um, if you have a sensitive stomach or a sensitive mind or eyes of what you see when you start digging the truth, um, I just want to say just, uh, if you have a weak, weak minded or weak eyes, don't, don't Google it or don't research because it would really mess you up mentally. So just want to let you know, uh, guys and ladies. So the first story I want to talk about is called the Red Shoe Club Society. Now, a lot of people were asking me, what is the Red Shoe Club Society? It's the Hollywood studio executive elites. Um, There's a lot of stories that you hear about with these elites, because with this, everything's going to lure into Epstein's Island. A lot of these big names, um, executives that either they're pedophiles, um, they do sanct, sanct, you know, like devil worshiping, satanic uh, rituals, um, killings, um, just some very, very um, dark stuff. And uh, a lot of rumors of you know, uh, child actors uh, being murdered. When I heard about this story about the Red Shoe Club, um, Macaulay Culkin, you know, the actor from Home Alone, uh, he did an interview in France and exposed what was going on in Hollywood. There was a story, I think, I don't know if it was Home Alone 1 or 2, inside the house. The director... Or some producers told Macaulay Culkin, go inside that room. And there was an executive, high executive from Hollywood there. And he had an interest of Macaulay Culkin and told Macaulay Culkin, uh, sit on my lap. You know, and Macaulay Culkin was like young, like what the heck's going on? And, you know, he, a lot of these Hollywood executives already have their eyesights for certain boys or certain little girls. 
And uh, this highly um, executive from Hollywood wanted to have uh, sex with Macaulay Culkin. Got kind of weirded out. And when he was about to go out, it's like, heck with this. The producers, whoever were in that making the movie Home Alone, pushed him back in. And it was very creepy. And, uh, you know, I don't, and Macaulay Culkin told the person, it's like, I don't do this type of stuff. It's like, and the the person told Macaulay Culkin, the high executive, uh, you're a very smart kid, you know, uh, you're not weak minded. So I admire that. And um, there's a lot of incidents of um, kids being murdered. Um, it's really creepy. I mean, you hear all these stories of child trafficking or um, you you know, you if you want to get to the top, you got to sleep with someone. Um, you know, the whole incident with Harvey Weinstein, um, that what, what was it? One of the 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 child actors from the movie Lost Boys, um, he, he talks about getting molested by a lot of people um, just to just to get to the top. Um, there was a lot of w- weird things of, uh, you know, executives, they would have parties and uh, these people, when they have these parties, a lot of the men or women would wear red shoes. Now, a lot of people are asking me, what is the Red Shoe Club Society? There, is, there are some very dark people that like to kill kids. And this is pretty graphic where I, when I start digging uh, some research and I found some pictures and some videos... Uh, it really messed me up mentally and emotionally. And I'll be honest, I didn't eat for like three days because some of the videos that I saw was very graphic. And, um, you know, the the kids will be sacrificed. And their bodies um, from the from the elite would drink their blood, you know, from the, the adrenaline. And they would, child actors... Um, they would uh, have their bodies skinned, um, and they, the skin, they would make a, a, a certain special shoe for that elite who wanted one of those kids murdered. Um, they were very focused. Um, there was an incident, um, I think back in somewhere in the 80s, um, what was her name? Uh, Heather o- O'Rourke. Uh, she was a little girl from that movie Poacher Guys. Uh, they're here. That little girl. Um, she was sacrificed. Her name was Carol in the movie. And uh, one of the elites was bragging like, hey, you like my shoes? It's like, yeah. And uh, the elite, one of the elites told the other ones, uh, what what shoe you have from what child? Oh, this is from a uh, uh, the little girl from Poacher Guys, like, and the guy was like, oh, lucky you, man. It's like, I would, sheesh, I'm trying to work hard to try and uh, see if I can uh, have m- my own red shoe of Macaulay Culkin, which means like his sacrifice him and use Macaulay Culkin's skin to make his own shoe. So it was very creepy. And when I started doing a lot of research about the red shoe uh, society, the the people that that were mentioned were like the elite. I mean the elite elite. And I would I would I'll just say you have to do your own research because 
we're living in a society that we can't really spill the beans on a lot of people because a lot of these social media platforms can easily take us down. Um, they, I guess in a way, when you have a lot of money in Hollywood, you know, you can pay off Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, and Apple. You can, so, and that's where the thing where you go to the dark web because it took me a while to find this story of the Red Shoe Society because Macaulay Culkin was talking about it. But you have to really dig in to really find that video because they took it down. He, Macaulay Culkin, it exposed what was going on. And it was fucking creepy. And I, the names that I saw, I was shocked. I was fucking shocked. And I told a lot of people and were like, they were shocked too. Because I know there's some people who listens to the Long Beach Social Experiment or DM. And they send me all this stuff. And I'm like, I just can't believe it. It's it's crazy out there in Hollywood. And with all these child trafficking rings that's going on underground. Um the stuff that goes on with Disney. I mean, there's always stories about Disney where I th- every year close to a uh, hundred to maybe 200,000 kids are missing when their families go take their kids to Disneyland. There's, there's a lot of weird stuff. There's a lot of uh, passage to certain areas where the elite go uh, for child, tra- child trafficking. So you really have to really look into... Um, what goes on in, in, in those amusement parks. Or even when you go to, when you take your families uh, with your kids, your loved ones, you go to Walmart, Target or anything, and you see these women, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, like your daughter, your son looks so beautiful. Has he ever done modeling, he or she, whatever? Those are like recruitments from the devil. No, I'm seriously, from the devil. Like they're looking for fresh, like, a uh, sacrifice of kids or or maybe to have sex with or anything it's it's creepy and when you keep on digging the truth it goes on with the government it goes on with a lot of countries it goes on with certain um people that have like major platforms or businesses disney like Walt Disney that guy's a fucking pedophile look look that up i mean that's a that's a research you guys and ladies need to look up. He was a pedophile. That's why, in a way, when you think about it, Walt Disney, he made Disneyland because he had a thing for having sex with younger kids, you know? So there were stories um, that I heard from Walt Disney that when he made Disneyland for all these kids, you know, like he would be so nice and he would... Uh, it was a it was an easy way for him to get kids, you know, in his office, um, you know, to fuck them, to get blowjobs, um, just a lot of crap, or even sacrifices. Uh, it was very very creepy. So, yeah, Walt Disney was a pedophile. So, with these child actors and actresses, you got to be careful what's out there in Hollywood. I mean, it's it's creepy, but. The Red Shoe Club, that's that's real. It's it's it. There's a lot of dark people out there, and you got to be careful of parents. If you have, 
If you want to get your kids into acting in Hollywood or whatever, you just have to be careful because it's it's crazy. And and some of the videos um, before before we get to the next segment, the videos that I saw in the pictures were so graphic. It was to the point I had to call out work. It really messed me up mentally to the point. It just it hurt my heart. And I just can't believe there's evil people that would do such a thing to kids. It it's pretty fucking sad. It's really fucking sad. Our next uh second conspiracy story is called the Iron Republic story. Now a lot of people were asking me, you know, Mega Man, do you believe um, that people can go through that ice wall? Um, there's always stories of like Admiral Burns, you know, saw some things. But a lot of people, maybe, maybe not. You guys and ladies don't know the story about Iron Republic. Um this this story happened in the 1800s. Uh Mr. E.W. uh Barlington, he was he was a sea journey, he had a ship and um for some kind of reason in the 1800s, um he, he had a novel, he wrote a diary. And um a lot of speculations, a lot of legends said that um him and his uh other person that he was with on the ship uh, found a passage uh, way through the massive ice wall in Antarctica. Now, a lot of people always think about flat Earth. Is there other civilizations past the ice wall? I mean, that's speculation. But what this person wrote on his diary when they found a, a passage to go right through the Antarctica... When they went through that passage of the ice wall, uh, there was more ocean. And this is how the story went. When that ship went past the ice wall to, to the ocean of a whatever, um, they were lost in sea for a month. All of a sudden, they started meeting some people that spoke their language and everything. Uh E.W. Barlington asked asked the the sailors or the ship people, uh, where are we at? And it said, oh, you're over here on the the Iron Republic. It's like, Iron Republic? And the people asked them, where are you from? Oh, we're from America. And and they they never even heard of the Iron Republic. And so when Barlington and and his... uh, and the other, his friend, they went on that boat uh, where the people had, they're going back to Iron Republic, the civilization over there. Um, they were saying at the time their their civilization was way more advanced. Um, a lot of advanced technologies. Um, they had f- cars flying. TVs, like advanced, like just everything was super, super advanced, modern, and they couldn't believe it. They were shocked. 
And it's something where you think, what's, are we in a dome? Are we, is there, if there's more civilization out there that we don't even know about? Because that's crazy. I mean, if we're all like surrounded on a humongous ice wall where it's like, okay, that's it. I mean, I'm kind of curious how big's the earth? You know, how big are these other civilization islands? This, I mean, that's where I kind of get curious. But I feel at the same time, maybe the high elite know about this and they don't want no one to know because. You can't really go to Antarctica, you know. Um, You can't really go to the Arctic Circle. They're keeping something from us that we they don't want us to know, and that's where speculation comes into play. I really want to know: Are we alone? Because you hear all these stories about these fallen angels, different types of people, aliens, giants. Just sea monsters, um, just a lot. And I just get curious, you know, when maybe in a way there's other civilizations, they come just to get curious of, of how we are in our own dome. And they want to see like, oh, this is how these humans are like, OK, and maybe maybe they come over here just to study what we do. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that we don't even know about. And it's just. It trips me out. It's like, it's always, and it, the, the thing is, it's like when John Kerry, you know, when he was running for president, John Kerry, he was there for like months. Like, what is he doing over there? Why is some of the elite, like the presidents or anything, are going to the Arctic Circle, which is on top? But the thing is, there's always all these treaties with Antarctica. You can't come over here or this or the Arctic Circle and all this creep, creepy stuff. You hear these stories like about these fallen angels, aliens, um, different types of people. I mean, I heard stories about the Arctic Circle where that's where they, people think that the fallen angels are at. But the military is sur- is surrounding that where... They don't want people like us or anything to know what's going on over there. And you can just be killed right on the spot. So there's a civilization up there under that ice that the people who live there, they don't know who we are and we don't know who they are. And there is a story of five people. um, They went to the Arctic Circle and I think... I think they they went past, there was a limit of, I think it was like two or three miles that you can go to the Arctic, Arctic Circle, but that's it. But they went further and they took pictures and they saw something that they shouldn't see. And um, all those people, those five, pe- those five people who went over there um, were killed. So there's a lot of weird stuff going on um, at the Arctic Circle and also, you know, Antarctica. And uh, there's, I don't know, only time can tell. But I, in my opinion, we're not alone. I know we're not alone. If you had the Nazis had headquarters um, at the Arctic Circle and uh, 
there were meetings. They found some stuff that that was more advanced. But when the the Nazis lost World War II, it was too late. But the military, the they found some stuff. I know the I know everyone hears a story about Operation High Operation High Point. Um, it's the one with the Admiral Burns and. Uh, you know, he saw some stuff that he shouldn't seen and uh, the government silenced him. But the diaries that he talks about that there was a civilization that uh, it was it's, it was crazy that he met more like advanced people. But the government told him to stay silent and they seized all his journals and his diaries and documents and everything. And and that was it. But also... Um, I've been doing some more more research about Antarctica. And to me, people always ask, do you think like Antarctica, you think the city of Atlantis is um, at Antarctica? Because a lot of people are doing research because a lot of speculations are saying that um, Antarctica was like a rainforest back then. Because, you know, when they keep on digging deep into the ice, there's another civilization down there. And, you know, these plants, these tropical Amazons. So something happened to the planet where if it was all sunny, nice, tropical, then all of a sudden, boom, like a destruction came. Maybe a meteor hit the planet and just messed everything up to the point that whole civilization just turned to ice. Um, I don't know. I mean, I get curious about stuff like that, but do I feel like there's um, civilization and and the Arctic Circle on top? Of course. And, and do I do I feel there's something out there in, in Antarctica? I mean, there's mountains and everything, but I think there's a civilization down there too. I mean, if you have the elite going to Antarctica, but at the same time, they're going to the Arctic Circle. Of course, there's 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 a lot of stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff that people, I think, are people are just kind of more curious and are ready to know. But I don't know. But I feel like that story, the Iron Republic. I believe that's a that's a true story, but no one really talks about it. But you have again, guys and ladies, you have to do your research. Um, you can find that um, the story Iron Republic, um, it, it, you know, on social media, go on YouTube. There's a video about it. It's about like five or six hours long, but it talks about the adventures of E.W. Barlington when he when they went past the 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 massive ice ice wall and found that civilization of the Iron Republic. Ugh, creepy. It's a very very creepy story. So yeah. All right, our third story we got for Conspiracy Talks. Guys and ladies, if you're from the L.A. area, have you heard, because it's a, it's a hiking trail by Whittier called Turbros Canyon. Again, Turbros Canyon. This, um, a lot of people would like to go hiking 
I mean, I went to Hacienda Heights because there's hiking trails all over. But it's in Whittier. When you get to over there, there's hiking trails, you know, from 9 to 5.30. But a lot of people need to know the history of Turbos Canyon and Whittier because in in my eyes, this is my opinion, I feel that the whole city of Whittier is in an Indian burial ground. There's a lot of uh there's a lot of Indian burial spots in certain areas in Whittier. Uh, I think there was an Indian burial ground where they put a apartments or maybe a park and you see all these orbs and you all see all this weird stuff and everything. And the Native Americans who died, their spirits are very mad because their land was taken away. Um, you hear about stories about the Spaniards uh, just killing uh, Native Americans. Uh, the Union Army, again, killing the Native Americans. Um, you know, you had uh, stories about the KKK uh, lynching blacks and Mexicans out there. Uh, there's UFO. There's a lot of UFO stories um, that, that's been going out. Um, there's a lot of uh, murders um, that happen over there in Turbos Canyon. Um, it's isolated. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if your car is stuck out there, you're pretty much in a way fucked. And I think it's about, what, 20 to maybe 23 miles long. So there's been a lot of brutal murders, um, gang initiations. Um, there was an incident where a girl, I think it's somewhere in the early 2000s, uh, I think two men and a girl uh, lured her to go, go walk into Turbos Canyon and and um, they sliced her throat and left her to die. But she wasn't dead. And uh, she was uh, going door to door asking for help and uh, stories like that. And uh, a lot of ghost entities, hauntings, uh, portals to hell, a um, lot of weird stuff, um, devil worshiping, sacrifices, um, there was a, an asylum that burned down. Um, I heard a story that there was two kids who trespassed going to an asylum. And um, they went inside a room where they put this headset on for electric uh, combustions. And um, they don't know, like it was old, like whatever. Well, one of the kids put that helmet on and, and got electrocuted and died instantly. Um, I know it's pri it's private privately owned, but you know I seen uh people that go there like two or three o'clock in the morning, and uh, you know they bring a tape recorder and you hear all this white noise of all these d demonic spirits. Um, there is also um, I think there's a video out there on YouTube where someone um ghost hunters they they had a dr a drone. And they flew it up there. They saw some weird things burning and some people walking in, in black robes. That was kind of creepy right there. Um, but there also, there was a lot of uh, uh, devil worshiping. Um, they would find um, a kid's uh, bones. Um, back then in Whittier, there was a lot of orphanage. And the kids would be 
would be missing. And there will be a search party to go find them. And all of a sudden, you know, some of these bones and these bodies, these missing orphanage will just pop up. And uh, it was some crazy ass stories. And uh, there was a plane crash that I guess it was coming from Long Beach, I think, going somewhere and it crashed. And the weird thing about that crash of the the plane that went down to Turbos Canyon, it was all nothing but kids. Um, the place is cursed. Um, the people that live there, they hear stories, um, weird things that happen. Um, because there's a lot of nice houses out there, beautiful houses, but... But at night, you hear you just hear all these uh, stories of like people getting murdered and not finding their bodies for two or three weeks, uh, car crashes of drunk drivers. Because um, when you go to Turbos Canyon, there's no ramps if anything happens. Like you just fall off the cliff. Um, I'm gonna tell you a story. When me and my ex, uh, we went hiking at Turbos, not Turbos, but hiking in the Heights. When we reach to the top of that water tower and every, you know, then there's a Turbos Canyon because there's a fence. So for some kind of reason, I felt something like a, it was like a, it wasn't a negative energy, but it was a something like a, it was something good. And this story that I'm going to tell you guys and ladies is pretty true because for some kind of reason, I feel like something that latched onto me at that time. It felt like it was asking, it was telling me to, you know, to go get help. And I would have these weird dreams. And, but I felt like there was a, in the dream, I felt like this person who was, he wasn't a, he, it wasn't an evil spirit or anything. It was someone that, hey, I need some help. You know, it was something that I, I think this person got murdered and it's just looking for a closure or maybe to maybe solve something or anything. And for some kind of reason, I was thinking about this person. It was in my dreams. Um, I just can't know the name, but I just, I know the face. And the weird thing about it is um, I would keep on seeing this face over and over every day. And uh, it wasn't negative, but I feel like, there was a time, I think it was like on a Thursday, I think it was on a Thursday night. I was like in my couch just watching TV laying in bed. And I woke up around 2.30, about 2.45 in the morning. And something was telling me to go over there. And um, when I went over there, um, the thing I didn't... I. Thing I didn't bring was my my charger uh, for my iPhone. So my phone was at maybe at it was at ninety percent. I was like, okay, I'll come back. Whatever, I don't need I don't need my charger. So when I was driving, passing all the nice houses, now you're going to Turbo's Canyon, and uh, you know, you see some cars here and there, but I felt like when I got there at Turbo's Canyon, at it was like around what I say about three fifteen. I think about 3.18 p.m. because there was no traffic on the freeway on the 605. So once I got over there, I felt the energy was, it was being positive, but it was start beginning to be negative.
So when I was going over there, um, pretty much my heart started beating fast. My, my left, my hand was shaking and I felt like there was a presence. But the thing is, like, I didn't have that enough. I didn't put gas. So my gas was like, on my, on my Kia car, I had about a hundred miles. So I, I was like, oh man, it's like, there's no gas station. If I'm stuck, I'm fucking screwed. Um, all of a sudden I was driving and, and, um, something happened. My, uh, my car shut off. Like my, my phone, it was like an, it was at a 92%. It dropped from 92 to 9%. So I felt like the, my battery died. My chart, my phone was dying. So in a way, I'm already thinking something was trying to manifest, manifest itself to me. And I was stuck. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I luckily, like, I was there for like 30 minutes. I was pitch black. I was, dude, I was freaking out. But I felt something was by me. So I saw a car. I waved. Um, it was a nice, nice couple. Um, what happened? It's like, hey, I need to jump. Uh, my battery died. Uh, can you help me? And they, they, they were kind of more iffy, but when they saw who I was, like, um, they're very nice and they gave me a jump and everything and they say, Hey, is there a way possible I could follow you, please? You know, and, uh, yeah. And luckily with them, um, they had, um, in their trunk, some more, you know, um, a tank of, uh, of gas that, you know, just poured in whatever for safety reasons or whatever to, you know, if your gas got empty, like, Hey, we've got a spare and they put a little bit in and when I was got in the car, they they gave me a a jump and everything. Um, my car didn't start for like a minute or so. It was like, oh my gosh, maybe it was the alternator or the starter. But um, they gave it another kick, and my 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 car turned on um, like that. And uh, um, she let me. The lady who was in that car, um, the couple, and they had an extra iPhone charger, so I charged my phone. Um, and I followed them back. I says, Hey, is there a way possible? I could just follow you down there and that's it. And I'll just go on my way. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was cool. So once they gave me a jump, I got the iPhone charger and everything. I got in my car. That's when I looked in my rear view mirror and I saw a black figure, uh, like running towards me. And that's when I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, it was warning towards me. Like, I could see it. Um, I could just, I can tell, but it just had like, uh, like red evil eyes. I didn't see no face, dark figure, but I can see it coming like fast. And I was like, just freaking out. And um, I just kept on saying the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And, um, we were just driving. I was just trying not to look behind because I thought I felt like. But when we got down, going back to the Whittier City, uh, you know, we got out of Turbos Canyon. You know, now we're going to the nice houses. Now we're going to the city. Um, I said to the couple, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And I gave her back the iPhone charger. Um, 
I went to the store. Uh, I got my own iPhone charger. Uh, I put some more gas in my car and everything. I went back to the uh, the next. I went back home. I was like all freaked out. I went to the mechanic place and I wanted to make sure. Hey, can you check my battery? Because I think my battery died. And that person checked. Like everything's good. Your starter alternator. Your battery's super good. Uh, we gave it like a little charge. Um, everything. So um, that was my story. I felt like something was in me was telling me to go to Turbo's Canyon. But if I were you guys and ladies, just be careful hiking over there. Uh, be careful driving over there. Uh, you hear all the stories. They're all real. You can Again, you can do your own research. It's over on, on the web, on Google, on YouTube. But do I believe in hell? There is. There's a lot of demonic spirits. Uh, Hell's Gate, the asylum, like a lot of weird stuff. I'm telling you, the Native Americans who died or got sacrificed or killed, they're mad because they want their land back. But it's very, um, every time I go to Whittier, I just feel like a dark presence. It's very negative. And I sometimes I just try to stay away, but for some kind of reason, I feel like it's telling me to go back, but I, I just, I can't do it. But again, that's a creepy story about Turbo's Canyon. So if you're a ghost hunter, check it out. If you're curious, just be careful because if you go over there, something will follow you back home. Our fourth story for conspiracy talks, UFO sightings. Now, there's always a lot of speculations of UFO sightings, but I want to say I'm assuming that I saw something because I live in Long Beach and I work in San Pedro. And there's been a lot of UFO sightings, um you know, underwater, uh, unidentified air, aircrafts or submerged uh, in the Catalina Island. Now, a lot of speculation things like the, these could be mil- military planes. Um, there, there's, there's something going on because there's a military base in San Pedro. There's a bunch of military bases over there by uh, behind Catalina Island, a lot of these islands. And um, there's, when you hear from the locals, they say, we see stuff on the air and it's not military. We see UFO sightings underwater. Now, that I believe because I'm going to tell you a story. And I think I'm... I never told anyone about this, so this is the first time I'm going to tell you a story. And and I'm going to I'm I'm going to assume because this is my thinking cuz I do a lot of research. So, when I was working, I got off um about 1:30 in the morning. Uh but work at a grocery store cuz we had we were done with inventory. So, um I was more curious about like, you know, I want to go to, I want to go to, um, 
I want to go to um, the Korean Bell or a Friendship Park around that area. And I was driving over there for, for some kind of reason. The gate was open. I was like, oh, what the heck? Usually there'd be security over there. So I, I, went in, I went inside the park, parked my car, and just for some kind of reason, uh, was, it must, I got there about, mm, I say about 2.05, I say 2.04, parked my car, and I was by the grass looking at the, the view of Catalina Island and all. And you see all the, you hear about these stories of these cartels or, uh, you know, have these boats uh, shipping drugs to certain houses and you have the lifeguard and all. And you can believe me or not to believe me, it, it doesn't matter, but I saw it with my own eyes. So I wouldn't tell you a story and this is not no make-believe, this is what I saw. And um, when I was sitting down looking at the view of Catalina. Usually all the boats will be on your left. For some kind of reason, I saw some lights. Like something was underwater going fast, but it was like some blue light beam lights underwater. And it was going really fast. And the thing that I was noticing, what the fuck was that? Like, it felt like it was going out of a cave, and it was going straight to Catalina Island. Like, this is my... Now, when when I say this, I feel this is my opinion because I've been doing a lot of research about uh, these underwater UFOs or uh, what do you call uh, uh, UAP. And... um, Someone sent me a story about by Malibu, by the Santa Monica coast, by there's a military base that in Point Doom, there is a a structure underwater that's 2,500 feet down and it looks like a UFO uh, underwater base. Those, it could be, it could be something. And this is what I'm assuming. Maybe there is a UFO or maybe there is a military base underwater where the ships are just going underwater. And I don't know. Is this like because when I was sitting on the cliff and I'm at, I'm at a Fort MacArthur, the old Fort MacArthur, uh, the lights was just went right under the the rocks. So I'm thinking, is there something that we don't even know about? Like there's a base underwater and it just went out from the shallow waters and just boom, it just went straight to Catalina Island. It was going really fast underwater with the, with some light blue beams. I mean, I have to say someone has to seen it. I mean, I'm assuming somebody would have had to see that. And the thing is, my phone, my phone already died because I didn't bring my charger. So it was more like, it was crazy. And um, I remember I was um, watching an episode with Jeremy Carbell. Uh, You know, if you don't know who he is, Jeremy Carbell, he is the one who did the documentary of Bob Lazar. 
you know, Bob Lazar worked at Area 51. So Jeremy Carbell was on the Joe Rogan's podcast and they were talking about uh, a lot of these UFO, uh, these UAP uh, stories over there by Catalina Island. So I knew a lot of people from Long Beach and San Pedro and Catalina. So I made a little uh, a skit of it and he saw it and it just went viral. I think I had over 15,000 uh, 15, or 16,000 uh, views and he reposted. But, you know, that's what Joe Rogan was talking about. There's a lot of weird stuff going over over there around Catalina Island. But the thing is, a lot of these, uh, you hear about the Tic Tacs, all these UFO stories. All, but the thing is, they're all around military bases in San Diego. San Pedro, Santa Monica, you know, Santa Cruz, I mean, New Jersey, Florida, Virginia Beach. I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff. And um, it's just something where, do I believe? I mean, there could be a fake alien invasion. It could be people from another dimension. Um I don't know, you know. I mean, I I I see all these speculations on YouTube and the homie Marvelous Inc. talks about fallen angels and these people talk about, you know, people from another dome or another civilization are just visiting and seeing what we do and or maybe they're the military um are working with certain kind of aliens. I mean, you hear all the stories about Bob Lazar in Area 51. I mean, it makes you think and wonder, like, all this, the, the advanced stuff. But, and also, if you look up, uh, I think it was in World War II um, in San Pedro, there was a UFO in Beijing, but there were, the military was shooting some some stuff in the sky. If you look it up, it was at Fort, Macar- Fort MacArthur. So... That was like the first line of defense right there. Like if you're going to hit the Pacific, because I heard stories of like uh, little mini uh, Pacific uh, Japanese submarines and and you have all these military uh, bases around Catalina Island and also there was a lot of weird stuff going on. So I just feel only time can tell, but. I just, for some kind of reason, I see a lot of this stuff that goes on at night. But with the UFO, UAP underwater, I believe there's stuff out there that we don't even know about. I mean, we only discovered the ocean, what, 10, maybe 15% of the ocean or maybe 20. Uh, Don't quote me on that. But it's just, there's a lot of weird things that we don't even know about that goes on underwater. Maybe there's UFO, UAP, uh, underwater bases that we don't even know about. I mean, you heard the story about Commander Faber, you know, um, talking about his one of his uh, friends that worked in the Navy, uh, picking up like stuff from underwater and and uh, something tried to grab him and pull him down. It was like a, some device with hands and tried to pull him down in, in the in the dark. There's a lot of weird stuff that we don't know about, even sea monsters. I believe in sea monsters. I mean, I'm so thinking like there's a Megalodon out there, a, 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 the Kraken, the Leviathan. Um, 
there's a lot of Latinus monster. I don't really don't know about that. Maybe sea monsters, but I don't know. It's just there's a lot of stuff that we just haven't discovered. But I feel a lot of that. This is my assumption. I feel like there's a lot of UAP, maybe UFO bases underwater by the Mariana Trenches, Solomon Islands, Antarctica, Arctic Circle. You know, it just really depends. What are they looking for? Are they curious? What? I mean, no one really talks about the 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 Area 51 in, in the Bahamas, not Las Vegas, the one over there. That's where I feel like the Bermuda Triangle. Um, there's pyramids under under that water in, in, the, in the Atlantic Ocean that all that weird stuff is going on because I feel maybe at that time the civilization was a, I think maybe there could be there could be sighting there could be a city of city of Atlantis, but with all that weird stuffs going on, all these portals, I feel like the pyramids that are under that water, deep underwater, on that stuff, that portal is still open and hasn't been closed. So there's a lot of weird things that makes you think, are we alone? I don't think we're alone. But again, do your own research. Only time can tell. But I, it's uh, I'm gonna make an. I'll be making a trip out there to Catalina. Uh, pretty soon. Uh, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some sightseeing over there. But. I want to check out the stuff at night and see what's really going on around um, around Catalina Island and San Pedro because those UF those UAPs UFOs uh, submerging underwater is just like and just flying up and whatever that's some creepy ass shit. So again, check it out uh, the episode with Jeremy Cabrera with Joe Rogan. Do some research about Catalina Island, about the UAP, UFO stories. Um, and also hear the stories about uh, Fort MacArthur, about, you know, shooting some stuff in the sky. But in my last words, I think there is um, a underwater a UAP uh, base underwater in San Pedro. That's what I think. That's my assumption. Our last story for Conspiracy Talks is the disappearance of Kenny Veach. Kenny Veach disappeared um, looking for an M cave. So the story goes, Kenny Veach was, he loved to go explore hiking the desert. He lived out in the, you know Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, he would just go out to adventures hiking for five to maybe six, seven hours and come back and just, he just loved the life, loved the desert and, you know, just wanted to see what was out there. So the story was that um, Kenny Veach was walking, people are assuming that he walked behind uh, Area 51. You know, people were saying that he found a, a back entrance to where Area 51 is at by Neelis's uh, Air Force Base. So 
the story was he was hiking for about four and a half miles and um, he found this uh, cave that had an M on top. When uh, Kenny went inside that uh, cave, he felt all this vibration. He had this worse feeling. It just brought his anxiety up. He was just all fucking weirded out. Like super weird. It's like, what the fuck? And he was all creeped out. So Kenny goes back, walks back to his car, goes back home, talks about it. Um, made a YouTube uh, video called uh, The Son of Area 51. And when he was uh, talking about this cave that he found, um, what was inside, a lot of the, the, the people in the comments were harassing him, telling him, like, I don't believe you. Uh, you're just you're making it up. I mean, he was getting bombarded of like comments like go back there, you, they, you know, because, you know, people out there, they're really uh, pressuring him to like, hey, come on, I want to see it. You know, go back. I want to see it. I want to go back. Go go see. It. I want to see all this crap. So he kind of felt like, well, fuck, I'm getting like people are just getting I'm getting bullied on YouTube telling me to go back with with evidence is like, well, you talk about it. But people these days want evidence. So when he was getting pressured by the by the by the social media people on YouTube, he was like, you know what? Fuck it. So. All of a sudden. Um, he makes a video, he tells, uh, all his YouTube followers and fans and everything, Hey, um, on this day, I'm going to go back. I'm, I'm going to look for that, that M cave and, uh, I'm going to tell you what I seen and all. So when he left to go to find where that M cave was, uh, there was a, there was a creepy, uh, comment that was left that said, Kenny, don't go back there. Please don't go back there. If you go to that cave, you won't come out. I guarantee you won't you won't come out. So and there was another comment saying, Don't go. That's where Area 51 is at. Please, you won't come out. So I guess in a way he didn't see that. So he goes driving, goes back to the M cave. And disappears. Never heard from again. And his girlfriend at the time was worried. Hasn't heard from him for a couple days. Uh, they sent out a search and rescue. And uh, they found uh, his phone. Some belongings, but that was it. And they tracked his GPS, but it wasn't working at that time. And um, that's where something where a lot of people were speculating that Kenny Veach went inside Area 51. The back entrance was, uh, was open and he never came out. So whatever he found in that cave was the back entrance to Area 51. And for him, that for whatever he saw, he couldn't get out. And the weird thing about it is for 
after when he disappeared, there was another person who was so curious about this story that he made a YouTube. He's like, hey, I'm going to find, see if I can, I can find Kenny Veach, uh, his remains or the, or the, or the M cave, because the cave, there's like, it has like a letter M. It looked like a letter M. So I did some research. This person, it has over close to three to five million views. And, uh, he backtracked where he was at. He found the M cave where Kenny Veach disappears. But check this out. He did some research on the M cave, the letter, how it looked like and all, and found that M cave where he disappeared. Well, the weird thing about it is um, it was closed off. Like someone just put a new rock there or whatever, but it was closed off. The weird thing happened right after that. Uh, it was property now for the for the military now. So they must have they the military um, around Area Fifty One, uh, Nealis Air Force Base must have did an error, and they closed it off, shut it down. So we don't know what Kenny saw in there. But it was with some lot of weird energy. So there could be some military, maybe some aliens stuff that was going on that it was, we don't even know. And that's where the mystery of uh, it's still, people are still wondering what happened to Kenny Veach. Was he murdered by the military from Area 51? Did he see something that he shouldn't seen and they made an example out of him? We don't know. But it's a very creepy thing. And um, there's a lot of weird stuff goes on. When you think about Area 51, you think about Bob Lazar, you know, uh, the Las Vegas station. I mean, you you hear all these weird things about, you know, testing these certain flights at night. Um they were saying when Bob Lazar uh, was going, um, was working Area 51, that he glanced just for a second or two and said that he could have sworn he thought he saw an, a little alien talking to some people about a ship. But we don't know. So again, there's a lot of weird things goes on in those deserts around Area 51 in that Air Force Base. And, uh, hey, it's their property. If you go past it, it you'll get killed. So there's things that the government and the military is not telling us of what's really going on that they found. You know, Bob Lazar talks about, you know, the government, you know, the military found 10 or maybe 13 different type of UFO spaceships. Um, well, there are some that, that are ancient. Um, we don't know. But I'll tell you this. Um, I want to talk about two more things and this will be it with this episode. I believe that there is a Stargate. And the military that they were there from the when we went to war with Iraq, they found that. 
I feel there is a real Stargate. And that Stargate has a lot of powers. That Stargate can go to different portals. Now, there is a rumor. I've been doing some research about this. A lot of these uh, Mayan temples, pyramids, Egyptian pyramids, people archaeologists, people like who work archaeologists, I can't say the word archaeologists, that whatever. They researchers were saying that there are some people that said that they made a discovery that in some of these pyramids in in Egypt or in in the Mayans over there in Mexico that there was teleportations teleports of people transform trans transporting to certain areas now speculations are thinking that the Egyptians were teleporting to to Mexico to give the knowledge to the Mayans and all that and the Mayans or certain civilizations in Mexico were teleporting to Egypt. So they were kind of collabing. There was a lot of weird stuff going going on. And um, it's it's crazy. But to think in some of these pyramids, they had teleports to go to certain dimensions, to go to certain areas and come back. That's kind of have to scratch my head on that, but... Do I believe? I want to believe, but I don't know. I'm more 50-50. So pretty much in a way with these stories, uh, it makes you think and wonder, what do we know as people with all the stuff's going on in the world? Like, you know, when it comes to uh Indian burial grounds, UFOs, uh the the Red Shoe Club Society, uh the the Iron Republic uh, going past the, the 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 ice wall. I mean, at the M Cave Area 51, there's a lot of stuff that the military doesn't want us to know, but we got to know. But I don't know. But it's it's um it's a little creepy, so again, do your own research. Check out these stories and uh, fat check and all. And I'm telling you, with some of these stories, you you will get into some rabbit holes. So again, I hope you like this episode of Conspiracy Talks with Mega Man, uh, Volume 1. Uh, when you're done, um, just uh, rate, review on Apple Podcasts. Leave some stars on Spotify. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at the Long Beach Social Experiment. My personal page at Megaman six nine eight zero, and also uh, shout outs to my to my kids, uh, Gavin, Alex, uh, Emiliano, uh, Luna, my daughter Luna, Daddy loves you, and also shout outs to the whole Sancho's Garage team. Uh, follow them on Instagram, and to all the conspiracy people who wanted this episode, you got it. And everyone, have a blessed week. Mega Man's out. Mm-hmm.